Welcome to the Two Man Game podcast. Uh, back again after a one week, two weeks, two weeks intermission. Well, I mean, we didn't do last week, so it's been two weeks since. Oh yeah, it's been two weeks. It was a one week break though. Um, for we're gonna do some recruiting because there's been there's been a lot of movement on the basketball recruiting front. Yeah, a lot of guys, a lot of new storylines of where the people are going. A lot of top six lists being thrown out there. We, a lot of whispers. Howard making a splash. All yeah, HBCU, all coming G up. G League, all new types of destinations. Yeah, like the G League just coming in and really making a push. I think they should be it's, counted on the. It's gonna make it more difficult two. for UK, Duke, North Carolina, and people like that. But and then you got the FBI investigation. So like teams like Kansas, mm-hmm. Louisville, Arizona, LSU have tough times recruiting anyway. Yeah, we should probably start ranking recruits by how much they gotta, fetch on the open market. We gotta we gotta level out the playing fields. We got FBI investigation, you got HBCU, G League. Yeah, I mean look on two forty seven. It's gonna be hard to get a recruit. On two forty seven they have a new little badge for guys who are going to the G League. It's like black and ominous and dark and it's like a hexion. It's like the symbol of evil, I think. Um so yeah, I think they should be counted in the class rankings though. Like they'll probably be third or fourth now. They got hell Knicks. They should. They might pick up Kaminga here, who we're gonna talk about. Um Jalen Green, bunch of guys. Oh yeah. Jalen Isaiah Todd. hmm Just another foe for Cal Perry to defeat on the recruiting front, I have a feeling. And he already has. Couldn't steal away Terrence Clark. Oh yeah. Couldn't grab him from the cats. Okay, well we're gonna do this thing here in a minute. We're I like gonna... that he's stuck with it. Uh, I Look, think that's. I appreciate. Clark's, it's gonna resonate well with the UK fan. I appreciate Clark's loyalty. Yeah, he's already blessed. Um, we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna. Me and Goss haven't done a ton of research on all of the top guys in the 2020 uh, basketball recruiting class. So we've picked out five guys, including somebody from 2021. Very highly rated guys. Actually, I'll just go ahead and say their names in order. And we're going to watch one minute of their best highlight tape and decide whether they'll be busts or, you know, NBA All-Stars, you know. Uh, so we're going to watch Evan Mobley, I think one of the many number one players in this class. Jonathan Kaminga, also one of the number one players in this class. McCure Maker was, I think, the number one player like four years ago. <laughs> no, he's been even better than his brother. Gone. <laughs> who was once called the best player in his class. Noticing a trend here. We're looking at McCurr and Jalen Johnson, who was once a top five prospect. Hey, if you, if you just say everybody's so. their best player in the class, eventually you're going to be right. Then Chet Holmgren, the best player <laughs> in his class, 2021. Oh, I, I got a plug. Last week, and I did a post on KSR about looking at the, all the failed former best recruits in the country, so, going, dating back to 2013, like seven or eight guys. It's pretty Harry hilarious. Giles, list. Yeah. The... Jabari Parker and then Andrew Wiggins the same year. <laughs> one A and one B. Uh, all right, and then okay. So after we do this, we're gonna get into we're gonna pick our dream college basketball announcing true play by play guy, color analysts, sideline reporters, people in the booth. Reese Davis is gonna be like an automatic. He's gonna be a constant. We're gonna do host, a, host, we're gonna do a draft style. So yeah, Reese Davis is gonna be the automatic host because there is no other. <laughs> all right, let's get into the recruiting. We're gonna do the highlights. So first, we're gonna watch live on the podcast. So, I guess you can follow along if you want to go watch. Uh, number what? Evan, <laughs> number one big man, Evan Mobley is a future star, fire emoji, on it's YouTube. Slam highlights, so if you can pull that up real yeah. fast. And we're going to commentate as we watch. So we're going to decide this man's future right here. Literally one minute. One and minute. I'm gonna That's cut it all off. you get to prove to me you're a good basketball player. <laughs> no pressure. Okay. All right. Turn it over here a I'm little bit. We're starting at 11 seconds because it's just weird intro stuff. Yeah, they like to do that. But all right. All right. I'm ready. Go. Go. Okay. Little casual little off the dribble dunk scream. Okay. So far, he's been wide open. I noticed he's very skinny. He moves pretty well. He appears to have a handle when there's no one around him. We haven't really seen defenders. Here's what you should look at: who he's playing against. He's playing against people that they look. Some of them are kind of his size, but some of them are just not. See, this is the problem we have. Is he a giant? Or is he really he's good? Playing amongst a lot of yeah. Yeah, small. Yeah. Considering how high he's ranked, I would assume he's like actually just really good. That yeah. off the dribble. I thought he was like a physically empowering guy, but no, he's just like really athletic and 
Uh, he, he's what they want every seven-footer to be, which is, like, able to dribble. And it's like, why? It's like Tony Kukoc. It's like, why? He's, he'd be way more effective if he could just rebound and block shots. <laughs> but no. All right, that's a minute. And two seconds? There you go. All right, one right last there. play. Oh, look. Right. Well, that was, that was See, look, probably the he's being, one. That last one, he's being guarded by what looked like Chet Holmgren, Chet Holmgren with a few more cheeseburgers. <laughs> and he, More than a few. He struggled to get the shot off. He made it, but it wasn't, like, really all you that You don't want that. That's not a high percentage shot. But, yeah, anyways. That, I'll be honest to me. To me, it looks like he's going to struggle in college as a freshman, especially at USC. 205. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, that the USC, didn't they have, like, two... Five stars last year. They had Onyeka Okongwu, who's going to be... Who's actually good. Yeah, he's really good. He's going to be a top five pick. And then the other one... Isaiah was, Mobley, Was his that brother. his brother? Yeah, okay. his older brother. Was, eh, was mediocre. He had like six points a game. He wasn't, for a five-star, he was pretty atrocious. And that USC team wasn't good, so... I don't know. I mean, Andy Enfield has always gotten pretty decent talent. Never as good as Mobley and, uh, on Okongwu, and he's still not winning. Mm-hmm. Uh... Okay, your thoughts on Mobley? I mean, I mean, that's summed it up pretty much. Really trying to be Giannis. He needs to get bigger. He needs to get like bigger in the arms, and I'll definitely say that with Chet because Chet, we'll talk about him. I feel like Chet's gonna be similar. And here's <laughs> the thing: when you're a guy like Mobley, body shape, athleticism, like, I, don't you think he would be like ten times better playing like Anthony Davis as a freshman, like? Being a superstar defender in the paint, rolling to the rim, setting screens, not Catching dribbling lobs. all the time. Like, him off the dribble is not going to be effective. I think McCure Maker and Chet are going to be similar. It's like, guys, you'd be absolute well, superstars if you learned to score exactly in the post. That's exactly what Thon Maker did. Post necessarily, but yeah. That's exactly what Thon Maker did. And he's okay in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, how many teams has he been on? A few. Like, is he, or has he just been on the Bucks? Who? Thon Maker. Thon? No, he's on the Pistons now. Okay. But, but, like, he's started to have success because he, he started blocking shots, rebounding, yeah. He, or the Bull Bull is a good example of, a, like, another guy. Just, like, trying to play point guard. Like, you're 7-6. Like, get in the paint. If Bull... Block shots. Rebound. We don't need you playing a guard, especially when you have a guy like Peyton Pritchard. Yeah. Whatever. You know, like, we'll see. Well, if Bull had spent his high school career learning how to, like, score... A jump hook because he would have scored thirty five points a game on those in college because he was seven three and super athletic. If he learned how to score those or inside in the paint, he'd be so deadly. But he instead was like, "No, I want to take step fadeaway threes and make them at a reasonable rate." It's like that's not that effective I for think your position. That contributes to like it's an we're in an era where like we're, we're we have so much accessibility to these mm-hmm. highlights that we're literally watching and yeah judging these people on. They don't they don't want to have like, a post hook. <laughs> Or, like, you know, a layup. They mm-hmm. want, like, threes, uh, slam dunks. Like, mm-hmm. that's what they want to be known for. They and don't show all the ridiculous turnovers they have in the other possessions and, like, <laughs> the five clunky offensive possessions in a well, row. Well, you could watch that and <laughs> yeah. for some of them. You could probably find streams. But nobody does because you watch the mixtapes. Because guess what? <laughs> Dribbling down the court and taking a step back three as a seven-footer is cooler than, like, scoring a layup, a jump hook. It is, yeah. Like, Josh Christopher... Mm-hmm. I'm just going to bring him up for a second. His highlight reel was insane. Yeah. Like, he's as I was flashy like, please don't go to UK because, like, he's so good. Yeah. But I don't know if he would fit well. With the, that well, flash. It, like, it ended up being, he was like, I want all the spotlight on me. And they were like, no. <laughs> they were like, you, you and Jalen are not going to be the only stars. You're not going to have starting spots guaranteed. And they were like, oh, okay, we don't want to do this. And then they went their separate ways. But I, that doesn't mean he's not a good, great player. No, it doesn't like, at all. He could be, he looks exceptional. I actually can't wait to, he's one of the people I can't wait to watch in college. Honestly, um, yeah. At Arizona State, so I don't know how much he's definitely like, watching, whatever, but. we might like make a list of some point most excited freshmen, most re- freshmen we're most excited for. He's definitely up there for me. Um, this is based off of highlights Yeah, that we're excited about, even though we know that. Mm-hmm. Most of those okay, don't so show everything. <laughs> Mobley, Evan Mobley, college in or out? Are you in or out on Evan Mobley? I'm gonna say in. All right, what's he gonna like? Right, I set the, that I'm up. Bad, I guess. Rankings. Is he gonna be worthy of a like a five? Is he a five star worthy or not? I'm not even gonna say top number one player. I'm gonna say five star caliber. What about like draftable, like lottery draftable? Because these He's all these get, guys we're talking about are five stars that are. Yeah, probably gonna be. They're gonna get picks. drafted even if they have a bad projected year. Is, pro- is a thing, I think. But like deserving. 
based on how okay. well you're doing in college. So how good do you think he's going to be? I'll, I'll just lay it like that. I think he's going to be somewhere in the middle of his brother in Okongwu. Okongwu was great. Yeah. Like, and if he can be that, then they're going to be Advanced great. Analytics tab Okongwu is, like, one of the best players and best centers Mo- in the country. His brother, uh, is it Isaiah? I think it's Isaiah. Isaiah Mobley? Yeah. Was, was like, 10 mm-hmm. and 6, yeah. which is okay. I think he's going to be, like, 13, 7. See, uh, but he is skinny, and he's still gonna have to put on weight. Now, I don't. This is. It depends to me. Are you gonna let him play like he wants, like a point guard? Or are you gonna say, "Hey, but, set screens, get in the paint," because you're gonna get so many offensive rebounds? Like, if I was Andy Enfield, I would show him Marvin, Marvin Bagley tape and just be like, "This should be you." He's he shows that he can take threes enough that the NBA scouts love him for it. But he's so active around the room, and he scores mm-hmm. all of his points almost in the paint, and he's just such a good scorer, I guess, in the well, post. I mean, yeah. Well, he was mostly in the post in those. Like none of the none of the shots he made were threes. No, but you could tell like he was just like dribbling like the in between the legs mm-hmm. stuff. It's like what? I don't know. We'll see. I yeah. I'm not sold how, on him. How because... many times do you see a big man do that in college? I don't because they don't let them. Exactly. Because <laughs> there's a reason. That's not they effective. Needed, that's and I I think that's some partially on AU coaches and high school coaches, but it is on college coaches because all like if. If you pay attention to recruiting, you see that these kids are like actually listening to what they need to prove on from college coaches because yeah. they're trying to get scholarships or visits mm-hmm. or interest, I guess. Although for these top guys, they have their pick of the litter, obviously. And and it comes to AAU high school, AAU and high school basketball, they, they can play wherever they want. So but, they're going to pick the team that lets them play the way they want and has their friends on it and all that. So they're going to the biggest teams aren't going to get like, if you notice, like, Oregon wouldn't be considered a powerhouse like recruiting. Like Duke go, usually doesn't go after these guys. UK usually yeah. doesn't go after these guys. Oh yeah, this specific North Carolina guy. doesn't really go after North Carolina's bigs are all Daron Sharp and Walker Kessler are back to the basket bigs. They are not Armando Baycott, Baycott, Garrison Tony Brooks. Bradley. I mean, like everybody. They're all back to the basket. That's why they get Caleb Love to actually be the point well, guard. I'm sure I told you this a couple years ago. The reason Bull Bull and Kentucky were like. You know, like, Kentucky's with every top five guy at one point. They were hot on the trail. They were flirting. You talked to him, man. And then, and then um, it was like, oh, he's probably going to go here if we want him, or if he wants, if it works out. And then the visit happened, and he was like, I want to kind of bring the ball up the court. And Cal was like, you're joking, right? And then that was it. <laughs> yeah, there was no bull bull coming to Kentucky. <laughs> well, like, if you're a <laughs> player and you hear Kentucky, of course you're going to be interested. And if you're Cal and you hear, I want to play point guard from a 7-3 guy, you're Or if you're Cal, you're like, you're no. like you hear, you're, I'm 7-3. <laughs> And I'm a good athlete, then yeah, you're gonna listen to me. Here, I expect to bring the ball up the court. It's like, um, no, actually, you're not gonna be doing that. <laughs> oh, you want to move on to? Okay, Jonathan yeah, we'll Kuminga. go to Jonathan Kaminga. Um, Which he's announcing this Thursday when this is posted. He may we may know where he's going. Wait, what, what time's he announcing? This Any, Thursday. I don't know. That's that, today, right? No, no, next Thursday. Next Thursday, like this Thursday. Oh, this will be posted. Six days. Then. Um. So, I guess we'll get a no soon. Um, all right. But we predict G League, right? Um, yeah, I'm predicting G League. It seems like that or if he goes to college, Texas Tech, but even they don't seem too confident. All right, you got him ready? It's Yeah. It's the number one player in the class of 2021. Is NBA ready? Jonathan can make we'll a crazy We'll be the judge of that. Okay, that should be the thing. Okay, go back to Mobley for one more second. Is he <laughs> NBA ready? Could he survive in the NBA restart? Physically, no. Could he survive physically? Everything survive, yeah. Because you would a team him. sign him and him be valuable. Um, yes. I think that's a lot to put on a kid who's nineteen. Well, he's nineteen, though. That's what I'm saying. You have to be really but good. He's, but, but he's like, the number one player. Like you should be. I'm good just saying, like this after he goes through a season of college basketball. This isn't and this isn't a through, bench player. I, he's the number one player. Seemingly a future superstar in the NBA if they're ranking him as the number one kid in his age group. Well, this is Jonathan Kaminga. That's that's Jonathan Kaminga, not Evan Mobley. No, but I'm saying that's the stipulation we're going to use. Do you think Evan Mobley could? Well, like after after these... watching that that highlight tape, see, I'm saying I don't think he could right now because well, he's physically I'm, and all that. I'm doing it based on he's he's gonna play a, a year of college basketball. No, I'm saying right now, based on these right highlights. now, based on a minute of highlights. No, he'd take one three and they'd be like no, or he'd dribble. I don't think they wouldn't let him dribble, but it'd be like or, the Winnie Gabriel thing at Kentucky. Like you know, you don't dribble. 
because you can't. And you, you turn it over when you do. Oh, a tiny a guard in that college basketball. All right, well, well I will see about coming after this. All right, well, I'm going to start at the 22-second mark. And go to right, we'll watch a minute. All right. Athletic putback. He's not as like fluent as I thought. He's athletic. He's athletic, but he's not as like fluent. Nice pass. I like him better than Mobile. Well, his game translates better than NBA than Mobile, I think. Based on like talent. He's in size. He's also he's got a good release on his shot. Like he holds it pretty high above his head. He's athletic, like you said. So like, kind of like Anthony Edwards this year. He should be able to get a shot off whenever he wants to. He does have a great release. Like that was a tip tested. It was a deep two. It's not the best shot, but it was a great release. The thing about him, it seems like he's crazy athletic, but he's not like cool. He's not beating a ton of people off the dribble. Mm. It's more like actually being a pretty smart player and being a good off-the-cut shooter. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he had three made jump shots in a row, and they were all kind of different. One was kind of like a catch-and-shoot two. Mm-hmm. One was kind of like catch, like coming out of a screen. And another one was like a dribble and pull-up. Well, even without jumping a lot, he can get a shot off pretty easy. Well, he has a high release. Yeah, and he's athletic, just in general. Um... He's not a super, super duper star, I don't think, though. Six seven two ten, which is good size. I'm trying to... Th- um, well, he weighs more than Evan Mobley. And I'll say Evan this. Evan Mobley's five inches tall. Yeah, I, I like I like him more than Mobley right now. And I like him better in college. Right Next year, I like him if he if we're doing the NBA restart thing. Could he play in the restart? I think Kamingo would be more valuable than Mobley. Unless you're talking about like the Rockets, where it's like, oh, if we had a guy of seven foot and can block. Yeah, but a shot. you want a guy like a young nineteen year old taking a lot of your shots? Because I don't think Evan Mobley's gonna take a lot of your no, shots. No, I wouldn't have Kaminga take a lot of shots. He'd be like off the bench for like the Kings or something. Maybe. Or, like, could the Suns use a Kaminga? Like, wh- why not? <laughs> like Kaminga wouldn't get minutes for the Suns. Sure. Like, is the Suns even in it? I think they're like the, one of the last teams that qualified for it. Gotcha. Yeah. Papa Baines. I mean, but the Suns do have a lot of decent, like, young wings. Do they want to, like, take t- Kaminga over, like, the other young wings? Well, he's 19. And but they already have. He's a 19 top are... prospect. They would obviously just take him for free in general. Well, they take him for free, of course. But, like, but we're talking to... in a vacuum. You get to rent him. Rent him for a... Rent a Kaminga. See, I'd take him over Mobley because I think he could have, like, a stretch where, like, he just takes over a game for three minutes. Unlike Mobley, sure, does. but I guess it could have been on the team too. Uh, that, like, who needs a, a forward, Kuminga, like Kuminga, yeah, to Although take he's, take he's, shots. Like, we didn't get to scout him on defense because they don't show that in mixtapes. Who, who, who watches? <laughs> That's another defense? thing. It's like, yeah. like how good defensively is he? Like how how fast is he? Well, like I'll say this: Sometimes he's good at defense, that. and he's as valuable as it gets because he's what six seven. He can shoot really well, and he, if he's a valuable defender, which he should be able to, he's but athletic. there's some teams that don't need that compared to others, and there's some teams. That I think need, most teams some would take teams an extra that need win. a shot blocking, rim running center compared to that type. That's of That's true. Those are two nice little additions to have as bench players. I think. All right, let's move on to the third guy, McCurr Maker. I have a feeling he's going to be a. You want to talk about easy? H- no HBCUs. Hey, we'll do that after we watch the highlight clip. All right, all right, we're gonna do McCurmaker next. Just committed to Howard. All right, well, HBCU. seven foot five star prospect McCurmaker has committed to HBCU Howard. Official high school career mix. Overtime right. NXT is the start. At four seconds. Miss the intro. Get right to the highlights. Oh man! Right, yeah, he just <laughs> his handles better than. Yeah, he does have a good aim. Good form. He's really big. He's really fluid. Oh, he threw it off back. For his size, he's really fluid. That's clever. Like, usually they're, like, all awkward because they're so big. Good good shot blocking. Oh, my goodness. Oh, got grabbed. He's flexing even though he's probably not. 
I'll tell you what, they like to call it Monty Bates KD. This guy's like he looks more a little more like KD and he's already bigger. No, I'm talking not that I'm gonna compare it like he this might be the video that they chose, but these highlights are kinda insane. I still haven't seen the inside scoring game that I like. See, this is where he's dribbling too much. Yeah. We don't get to see that. Yeah. So they did show a highlight where he almost lost the ball. Mm -hmm. Ended up still making a play, but you're not going to get away with that in college and definitely not the NBA. Oh, yeah, that um, guy would have pickpocketed easily. Well, maybe at Howard against your, like, the conference play. But okay, based on that, he might score 27 a game at Howard. At Howard, if he goes there, yeah. He's gonna if you could bet on who would lead the NCAA in scoring, I might consider McCurry. I don't know about lead the NCAA, because you're, you're still going to have, like, guys that are going to put up. If you could teach him to play, like, a big man and keep some of those, and, like, keep those skills, like, just right there, but develop him into a big that can play defense first. Kind of play off ball, but, like, at first, not taking, you're not taking up the ball, but yeah. you can still get the ball first, mm -hmm. like, you know, like, pass it to him. Because college defenders are too good to get beat by a six foot eleven guy lumbering into the paint every time. They're just but he charges, and I do like, lose the ball the He's time. not so skinny. Like, he's 235. No, he's big. He's bigger than Mobley. Like, Thon Maker was skinny. Dude, that guy's better than Mobley. What are we doing here? He is better than Mobley. Like, what? <laughs> That guy was Baker looked awesome to me. I'm not even kidding. I don't know if that was the like the highlight, the specific video we just randomly picked. That it's the first one that shows up. That's all I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. With I you. feel like a lot of times in one play you can still just tell like, oh, that guy's huge, fluent, has the ball, yeah, and just really threw it down. Like his dunks were much more authoritative than Mobley's, and like just and they were on people more rim cracking. Yeah, he was blocking shots like came out of nowhere. Uses actually using his length. Yeah. Defensively, which is gonna go great at Howard, but um, Howard will yeah. be Howard will be tough to play just because of him. Honestly, if maybe they goes. get one more transfer or something like that. If oh, can... they're gonna be tough to play just because of him. Yeah, they don't need like other. I mean, people. I, I still believe they're not gonna like win like anything ridiculous. But yeah, we can talk about HBCUs real fast. But oh yeah, go ahead. It's cool that he's doing that. And I think with Mikey Williams has like top twenty twenty three player or something number one player in his class. You mean for now? <laughs> you know, one of the many. I think he's number one player too, maybe. <laughs> but I heard like Harrison Ingram, a five star twenty twenty one, has been looking at HBCUs. He's seriously considering it. Yeah, but anyways, it's one thing to like like we were talking about earlier. It was like. Is he gonna go to college, McCurry Maker? And it's like, well, yeah. Well, it's one thing to say you're gonna go to Howard and go to like just commit there and then go to the NBA, but it's one thing to play there mm -hmm. and do like get broadcast, make these colleges more money. Also, like Harrison Ingram and Mike Williams, it's one thing to put Howard on the list. It's one thing to say you're gonna go to Howard, but Mikey, <laughs> G League. Well, oh. that the one and done's gonna be abolished probably. Oh yeah, come on, Mikey. Five hundred thousand dollars. He's like, oh, well, if I go to college, and McCurry Maker, there's still strong whispers. Uh, what he could jump overseas still like that? He hasn't closed the door on that. Is what I, is what we're hearing. Sorry, Mikey Williams is considered the number one, but it's actually not him. It's on Dewan this, Wagner's son, which is gonna go to Louisville. Whoa, he. I've heard he's the real deal. I've heard and he's, he's gonna go awesome. to Louisville because Dewan Wagner's son. Of course he will. Is Dewan Wagner, why would he go to, wait, what? <laughs> Is he coach at Louisville or something? Dewan Wheat. No, not Dewan Wheat. Wagner. Dewan Wagner. Yeah, he went to Louisville. Dewan Wagner. No, he didn't. He went to Memphis. Okay, no. I don't know why he's going to He Louisville. has a really big He does. I don't know why he does, but I've heard that before. I think it's Dewan Wheat, maybe. I don't know. It's like his uncle or something. Oh. I don't know. Could but be. he has a connection. <laughs> that was really weird, but... Why isn't he committed yet? Huh? 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 Maybe he's not. Maybe but he's gonna go I, don't, I don't know if you heard that the ACC, like, possibly playing these HBCUs is, like, a little special thing. You gotta give him a lift. But, like, and another thing was, like, that'd be funny. It's like, or don't do this. Like, play them at home. Okay. Take all the, like, play them at the HBCUs. Mm -hmm. Don't take all their money. Like, give them the revenue from the game. Yeah. And have it nationally televised. Because other than that, if you have it at home, you're going to take all the revenue. It's just a buy or, And then you're going to destroy them, yeah, most they, likely. They get a bigger check if it's at your place. Yeah, that's... Although, if it's nationally televised, they're getting a pretty big check regardless. I don't know. Is it... Do they get more money if it's at their home, though? Mm, 
No, because ticket sales are distributed differently. I think I don't. I don't. I, this is nothing. No, like something if, I let's, don't know let's about. play Louisville plays Howard. Like, okay. it's is it? Do we play it at Howard, or do the, does Howard make more money playing it at Howard or at Louisville? Because they, would get, say they got Louisville. ticket sales, they got um, television. That goes to Howard. The ticket sales and television will most likely go to Louisville. Yeah, but television's going to Louisville because it's ACC and and they own. No, it. well, that then you'd have to structure the contract. If if you wanted it to the actual well, that's how most of these buy games work. Because if you play it at Howard, that's how they actually will get the money. Just give I them think. the money. Just give them the money. Because I way. think they get paid to come to Louisville anyway. They do. They get a big check because Louisville sells a ton of tickets, food, revenue, jerseys, whatever. But, whatever but else. like you take out that check that you would give the Louisville, and you give it to the to Howard if it plays play at Howard. Do it. Play them on their home court. I say. I don't mind doing that. And Play I, Howard I think, on their home court. I think court. there's coaches talking about doing that, but um, we'll see. I don't okay. want to play Howard because so I don't want to lose the McCurr maker. McCurr, could he play in or out right now? Oh, based on those highlights, absolutely. Put him in. Um, 6-11, I'm, I'm not sure who he could play for. Maybe the Suns again. Just somebody who didn't care a lot and was willing to give a 6-11 guy a bunch of three-point shots. Because I still, like... There not a contender. You're not going to put him on the Lakers yeah, or the Bucks. Like, he's not getting minutes for a contender because you got to rebound if you're a big guy. And I don't know that he can at a high level yet. Not, he, not saying that he can't, but it's unlikely given his age and what he does, what we saw in the highlights and everything. But no, I, I'd say he's the most likely to get like big game minutes of the three we've watched. So far, yeah. Just because of his, he's got NBA size. And, and athleticism and fluidity. He's got And all, he's stronger and bigger than Mobley was. He should have a lot of versatility. Mobley look. I thought Mobley was bigger than he is, but that was not true. Mobley, Mobley might be growing still. He could be one of those people. Um, okay, who we got next? Oh yeah, uh, Jalen Johnson. Duke product. I've heard some Future. people say he's like ACC preseason first team, best Duke player. They were high on, on a him. top ten Duke team. They were high on him a year ago. They're high on him, and he dropped in the rankings too. 13 now. Yeah, he's kind of just the, the the hype is heat has cooled off. I definitely I don't think I even have like watched him. Him and K Cunningham have switched spots in the last year pretty much. <laughs> he was once third and Cade was once like 10th or 11th. Right, dang. I remember watching Cade and I was like this guy's awesome. He's like well, six, well, five well, point was supposed to play OK State and that fell through cuz I was supposed to be in Vegas, but ah. it's kind of disappointing. Okay, Jalen Johnson. Want, I wanted to lose the not really, but... You weren't going to lose. All right, all right. Jalen Johnson is Duke's next star. Fire emoji. Future lottery pick, question mark. Whatever. Well, probably. Slam highlights. <clears throat> Starting it's at 10 Not seconds. an unreal... Look <laughs> oh, how many white kids are on the other team. The other team is right. Is that, is that Wisconsin, but everybody's a quick shorter? Munchkin, Wisconsin. I mean, the team he's playing against is not. He's got a good fan. The fans love him. The fans really love him. He's getting hyped to play a really not that, like, really small team. I'm glad he's excited. Again, a lot of jump shots. They love jump shots. I don't mind a jump shot from Jalen Johnson. Like, as forward. I think he's pretty fluent. He'll score a lot. He should. I don't know. These guys, nobody is his height. He's playing small forward, presumably. And this this team, small, like tallest players, nowhere near. They're playing height. Duke's non-conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gonna be great in the non-conference. Well, I'll be great in the non-conference. <laughs> Actually, wait. Is that NC State he's playing? <laughs> it just <stay> as <laughs> uh, Is that Pack Pride? That's been a minute. All right, it's been a minute. Um, interesting sample. That was kind of like not that flashy. It was just another high school I mean, if fight. you're going to tell me he wiped the floor with those kids, I am going to believe he's Duke's next future star. Fire emoji. Okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's based on that one minute, which doesn't really tell you much. Like, No, I like I him. I have less faith he's in He's a Duke. pretty athletic <laughs> forward. He's like 6'9". But he's supposed to be Duke's best player. No, nah, I mean, Matthew Hurt and Wendell Moore could be the best. Uh, yeah, yeah that's true. Although, Matthew Hurt. And they got other guys. Get the like F out of here. Like, come on. Jeremy Roach, DJ Stewart. I really like DJ Stewart. Okay. He's like a really quick guard. From Chicago. It's important. Okay. I noted. <laughs> Jamie and Brakefield, Mark Williams. They got one in every position. 
Good for them. Point guard, <laughs> shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. And all in the top 32. And then you got Matthew Hurt, Wendell Moore, Joey Baker. Don't forget about Jordan him. Goldwire, Jordan Goldwire. Who will start. He's their best defender. That's not encouraging. Yeah. He, no, he's really good. Jalen really Johnson. No, like, Jalen Johnson and Mark Williams down low is not defensively. That's just. Look, Patrick Tape, Tape, whatever the fuck his name is. Tape. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why would it be top? I'm not high on Duke next year. They don't have top end talent. They don't have top end talent, but they uh, just have like a bunch of random guys. I guess maybe Window Moore will be good. Like, what, am I supposed to believe that he's going to be a superstar? I guess I don't know. No. Uninspired by like, Duke. Who, Uninspired. Who, think about who they're replacing their best players from last year with. I I, I didn't guess. love them last year. To be quite honest, like I was pretty indifferent on like, him. They got to replace Trey Jones, who was really oh, good for them. Very valuable. Um, Jeremy Roach. Or top 20. Jordan Goldwater. Vernon Carey replaced by Jalen Johnson. I don't know. If Jalen Johnson's good and hurt... Vernon really Carey replaced for Mark Williams, technically, if you want to go to my position. This Duke team doesn't excite me, which they usually do. Like, Bagley. I was like, ah. Well, they normally have, like, Barrett, one or two Williams. top five, top ten guys. Zero. They don't have Well, Johnson any. was their guy. He was top five, and then he dropped a whole bunch. Yeah. Wow, I just realized that, yeah, this is the first uh, time they haven't had a top ten recruit. It's kind of ever. underwhelming. But, it's I mean, they, they I mean, underwhelming top, or five top 32 guys, but nah, people, most of them are, People like, get on Cal's ass every year. Most of them this are This is bottom, underwhelming. Most of them are bottom, like. 14 of the 32. The Kerr Maker would be Duke's best player. We'll put it that way. It's from what I've seen. Based on what we've seen. Although I think Jalen Johnson <laughs> would probably get to play. He's not doing crazy stuff. He's got a pretty good stroke. He's 6'9". I bet he plays good D. I don't know. No, I mean, he's... I He'd mean, he start for the well. Trailblazers. So would Kerr Maker, but... He's got a smooth jumper. Yeah, I like him. He's pretty smooth. But, oh, Cassius Stanley. They cannot replace that. I'm telling you, like Cassius, Cassius Stanley... Stanley Top 10 pick right now. He should be. I don't care. Nobody's going to have it on there, and he's not going to get top 10, but he should be. Devin Vassell will be top 10, and he won't. It's like, what? Is there a ton of difference? No. And <laughs> Stanley's uh, like a year younger or something. A couple years, probably. And it's more athletic. All right, there we go. Are we ready Cash to move Stanley, on though, to my boy? Your boy. The Chet. guy I want to hate so badly. Chet. He might go to Minnesota to play for Richard Pitino. What would you think about that? I would think I think that's a, a brilliant idea. Do it. Brilliant. Him and Marcus Carr? Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> okay. Actually, wait. Marcus no. Carr is a senior. Yeah, I know he is. All right, all right. Chet Holmgren. Holmgren top Here he comes. Plays. Oh, wait. Top plays. Number one ranked player. Class 21. Yeah. Oh, there we go. All right. Oh! Um, great. First impression. His arms are like two of us. Yeah, it's not an exaggeration. It's in mine. I'm much thicker. I'm I'm five eight one thirty. That the the only impressive one was like a video of where like Steph Curry was not even trying to play defense and he got around him and then like dunked. Yeah. But I was like, okay. Whoa. Uh, they pull up jumpers. <laughs> what is it with these seven foot? He's pretty smooth. Guys that are trying to. That's, for me, I don't mind it as much with him because he literally, there's no way he could play inside. He would just get annihilated by every NBA He's seven foot, oh my oh god. Oh my god. He just dunked and like did the thing where he held on too long and he landed on his back. Oh my god. He's good at blocking shots. I'm, I'm curious to see like. I thought that was just pulverize his bones. If he can still do that with people that. No, he's got good shot blocking instincts. He knows how to play basketball, but like, he's just like, he, he can't be that skinny. Kevin Durant isn't even that skinny, and people thought he was too skinny. He's a small forward. He doesn't even play that way. way too skinny. Like, by Are you telling me he's one of the rare seven-foot guys good enough to play oh, outside his, the pace? His release, they just kind of showed a good deal. It's so sick. Right, we've watched more than a minute. But, right. uh, <sighs> I don't know. Seven-foot, 183. Is his official weight? On I, they think he could grow still. It's like he he has to get thicker. Like he's going to break bones. It doesn't matter about where he he can grow. He needs to get thicker. Yeah, and I don't. Maybe that's where Bobo he came. got injured for because he was so thin. Like there's just no way Chet Holmgren's the best player in that class right now. 
I don't know how they're ranking it, but he's not the best player right now. There's just no way. That guy's too soft, too uh, too skinny. I mean, any any reasonable big man. Put Bryce Hopkins number one. I'm going to Louisville. Well, I, I wasn't going to get crazy. <laughs> I, you want to see somebody tough? Watch Bryce, Bryce Hopkins. Maybe we'll, we'll watch him in a little. Maybe we'll do a one-minute thing on Louisville and Kentucky guys. Yeah, later that's on this summer we can do. That. Okay, could Chet play in the NBA right now? No, absolutely not. Yeah, no, no, no not even, nobody would even fucking sign. Him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he's, this kid. What does he weigh? What does he weigh? One eighty-three. Bullshit. Okay, he can't guard. A, he can't guard oh, a guard outside, and he can't physically be in the paint. He's not one eighty. And, and his big thing is blocking shots. He there's no way he can be in the paint without getting manhandled. Yeah, by <laughs> PJ Tucker. PJ oh. Tucker's elbow is bigger than his head. I mean, like this is ridiculous. Mm. You could put Chet's two arms. PJ together. Tucker's kneecap is bigger than his waist. Like, like I don't <laughs> put your arms together with your mm-hmm. your elbow, like your elbows together. Yeah, like you're praying almost. His together are smaller than anybody's biceps. I'm convinced. In the, in the NBA, That's, yeah. LeBron could take both his arms at the same time and snap him in half. <laughs> no, you could definitely break his bone if you just grabbed it. Like, if he him. went to block LeBron and got his hand stuck at the rim, it would just snap his whole bone in half. I, that's, like... He's not strong saying, enough to not get injured in like, the first game. I'm actually concerned about this kid's, like, like He probably has the skill level to hang out there for a little while, but, like, he would just be on the bench in band-aids and bruises. He has the bruises. skill level. Yeah. He is 20-21. He's got a year of high school. Probably. We'll probably need a year of college before going to the NBA. He's got two years. I wonder if he can move around on defense very well. Doesn't strike me as somebody that can hold up as a center on defense. Like he would get boxed out. Like Mark Vidal would just annihilate him on the boards. Who is six, seven Who, inch, eight inches small? How is he going to get rebounds? He's other not. than his height. <laughs> like there's does, a lot of people that are his height. Doesn't necessarily matter as much in a, 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 something like college basketball when you're. That skinny. Well, he's gonna go from getting all you the have rebounds. Have to use some strength eventually. He got them all because right now he's like an average of like seven, eight inches taller than the guy guarding him. In college, he'll be like two, two. three, and he'll weigh less than every single one of them. Yeah. And there's no centers in college that weigh less he's, than he's gonna have to pounds, add so twenty pounds before college. I'm, I'm, I like Patrick Baldwin's a pretty slim guy at six nine, three inches shorter, and he's still seventeen pounds heavier than him. Oh, Jalen Johnson, he was slim. Uh, I'll go back to him real fast. All these guys are He slim. was... He's uh, 210. Yeah. Much bigger. I mean, look at, what's, what's Mobley at? They're the same height. Mobley and Holmgren. Mobley? They say... 205. Yeah, even Mobley's... 20. Mobley looks skinny and he's 22 pounds heavier. Yeah, Jalen Green's about Mobley this. looks like he could still fit. He still needs a game weight, I think. And Brandon Boston is crazy skinny, right? Yeah, yeah. He's 8 pounds lighter than Chet Holmgren, who is five, six inches taller. Six inches taller. I still would say BJ Boston would have to put on some pounds. Yeah. Um, but and the, strength. He's not trying to play center is the problem. He could be a six, <laughs> six, seven shooting guard that skinny can survive. But yeah, he, he does have to put on some strength. Which he will. All in right. college. That's why he's going to do it. The only other news recruiting is Imani Bates committed to Michigan State and was basically the most wishy-washy could be commitment ever he's just like i don't i might go to college if i do michigan state maybe i know that uh, was funny he's like for now i'm gonna go to michigan and then state. he's like here's all of my warranties <laughs> here's all my stipulations and honestly i, I think go. that uh max christie the guy we talked a little bit about before this his uh, the other commit to michigan state he'll be better than he is in college you know why is he doug christie's son he's gonna score Two points and immediately be better than Simone Bates in college because Simone Bates isn't going to college. Yeah, because he's twenty. I can tell by the time. Well, okay, he just he had in that interview he had no interest in going. To the college. only thing that's why he committed so early. The only like, reason I think it's possible is they're going to change that likeness bill by the time he'd be able to go. And the rule, the rule change for the one and done isn't coming until his class twenty twenty two. But he can reclassify because they let you do that if you're the top guy, and yeah. he could be the number. He can be like the fifth number one guy in the. 2021 class like this year we had Kaminga join late and become the number one guy next year that can be Monty Bates he can join late and be the number one guy like RJ before him like Marcus Bagley before him and so on and so forth yeah. Milt Wagner's grandson that's who it is Milt Wagner played for Louisville Milt DJ Wagner, Wagner. I'm getting really off topic but it was grinding my nose no, that's, the that's 20, top 2023 
player, DJ Wagner, his grandfather, Mel oh. Wagner, was a legend for Louisville basketball. Like, literally a legend. Won us our, I think, our first championship, so it's kind of a big He's going to pull a, who's the guy that dropped, like, no, he's going to pull a Troll Mario and drop, like, 80 spots between now and, Troll Mario, former number one recruit, and then dropped, like, 55th by the time. That's there. crazy. Yeah. Well, you can he was like he was like seven foot two in like as a freshman. He was like shooting. No, he's seven foot two and shooting threes as a freshman. They're like, oh, and then now he's probably he's... playing guys our height as Five a freshman. Ten. Yeah, you're not gonna be. <laughs> you and I could play high school basketball. We've talked about this. There's people in this that show up to the Johnson Center and are like, oh yeah, I played in a high school team. They're the worst player on the court. Nothing gets me more upset. So don't get me upset. I'm glad we got small county schools. I'm just like it's funny. <laughs> no, like so, I'm a. <laughs> Fun story about this. I'm an intramural director, I guess, whatever. We're both intramural champions. Well, this was that was high school. I'm talking about college. And I was trying to make a basketball team, and I was making the best basketball team I could. And I did, But then I was a freshman, and I was like, I didn't really know how good people were. I was like, who's played basketball? All right. And they had four guys. They were like, I played high school basketball. I'm like, oh, my God. So we're actually going to be decent. Four worst players on the team. Did you not ask them what county they're from? Well, New York. Well, Two of them are from New York. I was like, all right, they have to be something. Like, they're from New York. I guess the boondocks of New York are pretty <laughs> like, rough. I, and I was like, are you kidding me? You thought like, you just picked them off the street F like I Harlem? Like, and you're like, oh. I went to St. X. This is not a good basketball school. It's not. Yeah. It's just not. And I had no chance of making the basketball team. You thought you pulled them off like the New York street ball games? Like, I'm like, what do you mean like you played high school basketball on varsity and played, started. Like, not started. Two of them said they started. They were... Better than the other two that didn't say that. Sorry. Wait, better than you? No. Not not in the slightest. And I was like, yeah. what the hell? I would have played college or high school basketball. Our, te- our high school team sucks, too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We're not even I could never play for St. X. Maybe St. X just sucks. Maybe they just suck. <laughs> Maybe there's Nobody's any more coaching. talented than us, and, and that's the problem. No, I think people are more talented, but... Well, no, like, the rest of the state isn't that bad, no, and they let worse people than us on well, the team. I'll tell you, like, there's a, the team that won the Intermittent Championship in college this past year, mm-hmm. and we played them. They beat us, like, 90 to 20-something, and that was the best team I've ever put together. It had none of the players that... Okay. Oh, anyways, yes. they, all, they were former St. X varsity players. Oh, the guys who won? They won the Intermittent Championship at UK. Well... Former, I, I, guess, I guess varsity stars at St. X is different than but like... But I could never play varsity for them. Yeah. These these kids on this team played varsity for, for their other, Yeah. And we're not even good. Like St. X is it. We get destroyed every, almost every year of eternity. We get destroyed by mail. It's because we have the best team in the state in our region. If we didn't... We're, we're we in would the go, best region. We would go to the Sweet 16 every single year if we were in another region. But we have Trinity and mm-hmm. they're another Mail. private school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mail. Like, we've got the best region. Like, Mail's the, not private, but... The best yeah. teams in the, country, in the state are all in our good. region. Yeah, our district, See, whatever. Ballard doesn't even make it every year. It's, and they, they got good... Whatever. All right, let's get into our, our dream college basketball announcing crew. Squad. Yeah. Well, host is obviously Reese Davis. Okay, so, so the, the host of our college game day crew. And we're, we, we're, pit, we're drafting, so we don't get to share. Oh, we don't get to share? No. What do you mean we don't get to share? Like, I, we can't pick the same person. Oh. Yeah. This gonna be, I can't even think like that fast. I'm okay, we're going to start with... First, we're going to do play-by-play. Um, oh, no. should I, alright, flip a coin. Do you want the front of your phone or the back? I'm flipping your phone up in the air okay, for the first pick. do it over the bed? Cause it's, yeah, I'm not going to throw it up in the air. This is a really right. bad case. I'm not going to throw it over this mountaintop over here. <laughs> right, because we're on the top of the mountain. We are. We are. We're in the Grand Canyon. Go ahead. Yeah. A lot of mountains over there. Alright, what do you want? Call it. Uh, screen. Okay. Oh my god! Oh, first pick. Play by who's your play by play? Can guy? I do color? Because I want I want color. No, we're actually gonna go in order. Play by play. But you can take like analysts and color guys can kind of be similar, honestly. So if you wanna if if you want you you should take your top guys in color spots, right? Play by play. There's a specific group. Would Seth Greenberg be part of that? No, he's a color guy or an See, analyst. That's, that's difficult. Like I don't know some because some of them you can miss like. 
go uh, to get Okay, it. do you want me to tell you who the play-by-play guys to get are? Yes. It's Bill Rafter or Jim Nance are probably the two best. Or Dan Schulman does it with Billis on game day every weekend. Ooh, Dan. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say Bill Rafter. Uh, I'm going to go with Dan Schulman. He, really? He's really good at it. Yeah. I like Dan Schulman a lot, obviously. I think Bill Rafter is like more known and like... He's older. He and just, he's getting older, but... Um, yeah. Who am I going to go with here? Um, here, record, record it on your phone who we're doing. Record it on my phone. It I'm going to do Jim Nance. I mentioned him a second ago. His voice is too good, and I just love So, Bill Rafferty's not going to... No. Over, Come on. Over Jim Nance. You picked Dan Shulman over him. That's Dan Shulman should be over him. Jim Nance calls <laughs> every single... Title game, the Masters. Like, what do you mean? Get out of here! <laughs> Jim Nance is the perfect pick. All right, whatever. All right, color guys. Your first color guy. Um. Hmm. Bill Walton. Gotta go with Bill. Walton. Oh, okay. I mean, how can you not? Like, he he's like the most entertaining guy. I can't wait till he calls. Why didn't you pick Dave Pash then as your play-by-play? You know, Bill Walton, like, Dan Shulman. I Shulman's. can't think of like. <laughs> Play by plays like that's the last person you think of, unless it's Jim Nance, it's the first person I think of. No, when I wake up every morning. I, I mean, when I wake up on on the final four day, I'm like, oh, I, I can just sense Jim Nance's presence. What if what if should Greg Gumble be a part of the host? You can make him. You want to pick him as your host instead of Reese Davis? I no, I would pick Reese Davis first, but like if for sake of. Oh, for sake of drafting? Yeah. Um, okay, sure. After the sideline reporter, though, I'm going to draft first. That's make fine, it even. yeah. Because yeah. color, you get, I'm not letting you draft first every single position. <laughs> okay, that's go. That's fine, that's fine. You're, uh, you picked the color guy. Um, all right, have you got this down? Yeah, I'm got it. I'm got it. Um, I think I'll just go ahead and do, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Dan Dockage. No, yeah. thank God you can take him. I, I love Dan Dockage. I think he's great. I don't like him. Wait until you play. Kentucky plays a Big Ten team and he's on the call. No, I love. I I don't care. Yeah, he's he's gonna be all about the Big Ten. He's team. funny to me. I really like Dan Dockage. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me laugh. He, he's real as crap. Uh, he's not afraid to criticize anybody. <laughs> no, and he's appropriate with his with his praise. All right, who do you want as your second color guy? Second color guy? Yeah, Dickie V. Yeah, um, you got to. I was he's, gonna, he's he's a fan guy. That I like he's for the fans. I like I like better. how he goes into the fans. Like you know, Bill Walton and Dickie V is the best. He, he interacts combo. with the fans, and at, like at games, like that's badass. Like if you're a young college football, <laughs> he kisses fan, Ashley Judd. Like what? You want to do? You want to be there? I want to like, fucking kiss Dickie V's head. Who would you rather rather meet? Dickie V or Dan Dockage? Uh, I've met Dan Dockage and Dickie V, but, but like in, in a vacuum, yes, Dickie V for yeah. sure. I would. When he, there's nothing more alpha than him sending that that video of him telling people to wear masks with his <laughs> collared shirt in the hot tub. <laughs> like, <laughs> just mob boss it up. He right doesn't there. care. Like, he doesn't care. He's like, oh, I can't. He was splashing hey, water. One eyeball. I he can't was like, see. he was like, these baseball players are just getting out of control. I can't believe this. And he's splashing <laughs> people with water. And that's how he's getting upset. He's just like, hey, he's oh, splashing around like a five year old. <laughs> I love that. Okay, God, I really love your crew. Bill Walton and Dickie V would be. I, I mean, could you not be on? As you have a... listen to that those two talk. <laughs> Could you have a crew of just Dickie V and Bill Walton? No. Or you, would you not get anything done? <laughs> I think like the cables on your television would like spontaneously combust. Like I, I don't. There's who's no the, way. Who's the play by play? Like Bill they would Walton. both scream at the same. It's Dave Pash. Dave Pash. Yeah, that was a good one. You should get him up. And you and you want to exchange him with Dan Shulman? Yeah, oh, I right. might. No, but I like Dan Shulman. I'll take. I'll just take both. Um. Okay. You can take another one. You could take Bill Rafferty. My second guy. No, I'm taking. As your, I'm taking you Jim want. Nance. Yeah, but you can take two. Oh wait! Oh wait a minute. You got Bill Rafferty. That's all I know. No, no, we you only no. Each crew only has one play-by-play guy. But I want I want Dave Pash. All right, then take and him Dan instead Shulman. of. In, no, you don't get both. Ah, fine, Dave Pash. You never. You wouldn't have two play-by-play guys. You don't actually like. He's having. perfect with. He's perfect Walt, with. Yeah, with Walt. Bill Walton. No. Um. 
So, okay, I got a couple options here. Oh, you're on the second color guy. I'm trying. Oh, wait, no. Why did I say Raftery? He's not the. He's not a. He's color. He's a color guy. Um, so I can take him here. Yeah. I'm trying to think who the guy that always does it at the end. Him and I've got. All right, I've already got Nance. <laughs> I took Dockage, which might in hindsight be a bad Send it in, Jerome. Yeah, I took a. <laughs> Dockage was probably a bad choice. All right, I'll let you. T- I let you take a Mulligan. Should I take one? A mulligan? On dockage, yeah. Sure, a, yeah. A redo. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So, now you, gonna, so you got two more. I got two Colors. selections to go with Jim Nance. Because Dan Dockage could also be analyst. Um, If you would like to pick an analyst. Yeah, if Steve Kerr was still doing it, I would... If he was still doing the Final Four and stuff. You can do... Um, what's the guy that used to coach the Warriors? Mark Jackson. Yeah, but he... Oh, yeah, he does it now. Oh, I got my... I think I'm just going to go with um, Greenberg and Billis. I, there's two classic voices. That's color? Yeah. That's not analyst? They're both, is what I was telling you. Uh, they're more analyst than... You know what I mean? Like, I'm having them announce my game. Like, they call games, is my point. Okay. Would you have picked Billis? I was going to pick Billis for my analyst. That was my first pick. That's what... I, I explained this to you. The podcast I, record has it. I explained to you. I said, you can use analyst and color. They're kind of interchangeable. Because Billis is obviously the top color guy in college basketball right nah, now. I think he's more of an analyst. No, but he's the top color guy. Like he, They put he's him on the, the biggest game. He's the top announcer of anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. No, he's not the top announcer of anything. Yes, but in college is. basketball, he's the, he's, the, he gets, he's the color guy for the biggest game. Okay. All right. Sideline reporter. You get the first pick, and then after this, I get... I get Mine's not going to be the popular one, mainly because I'm biased. I'm going to go with Katie George. She's going to be big in a few years. Okay. She's right. the ACC not Network nice, not, Okay, or yeah. She went to Louisville, Miss Kentucky. Isn't she with the Bucks? Or... She was with the Bucks for like a oh, year. Okay, yeah, then she got promoted and to And then she ACC went to Network. ACC Network. Yeah. So, she's I mean, doing big stuff. She's going up really fast. Like, really fast. I'm trying to think who who are the ones at the you UK games. Laura Rutledge, Maria Taylor. I know, I, like, I was thinking Maria Taylor... Um, Holly Rowe. Holly Rowe's good. She's really good. I like Holly Rowe a lot. Um, you want to do two? Because there's a few. I'm going to take Laura Rutledge. <laughs> I would have taken Laura Rutledge. So we you, can do one. If you did two. <laughs> Alright, my turn now to take the first picks. Analysts. Um, first analyst I'm having is... Well, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to take Jay Williams. It's a good yeah, pick. I like Jay Will. Even though he does more NBA stuff now, he's still an OG college guy for me. Jay Will. He was always him, Greenberg, and Billis with Reese on those game days was always fun. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I'm. I got. A, I got an analyst. A guy in the booth. You can make it a color person too, pretty much. Well, yeah. Okay. Um. God, you took Greenberg and Billis. That's and Jay Will. I got all three of them. You get the whole game day career. I got the whole the whole prime but game day But I got Dickie career. V and Bill Walton, so... We'll see if I get Reese Davis. I will! I got that pick. Okay. All right, I know who my other analyst is going to be. I'm ready. I'm waiting for You're you. You're going to... This is not... This is a weird first pick. You pick Seth Davis? Clark Kellogg. Oh, okay. I'm not a big I've, Clark Kellogg guy. Because he's a... He's a bit... He's in the uh, tournament. He does the he Final is. Fours most of the time. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining. Very good at what he does. All right. Um, well, now that I've got Jay Will, I'm trying to think, are there any former players who are on it, other than LaFonso Ellis? I was going to pick LaFonso Ellis next. I wasn't going to pick him. Um, John Rothstein. Thank you. He's not an analyst. He's on CBS. Does he pl- do the games, though? No, he, he's in the booth, usually. That's just what we're so doing. So does that count, though? Yeah, he doesn't have to be in the booth to be an analyst. Analysts are different than color guys, but some are better. <laughs> Whatever. Rothstein. Clark Kellogg is good. Rothstein and Jay oh, Williams. Oh, I got one. I got one. I, I got one. I'm a moron. I just asked if there were <laughs> former players, and I've got Jay Williams. <laughs> well, yeah. And Jay Billis. I get two Well, I didn't think of that because you already picked them. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Your, your turn. Well, my turn? Yeah. I, I've picked two analysts already. Who was your second one? I already forgot. Uh, I did Jay Williams, and I did... Who were we just talking about? Lafonso Ellis, but no. you said no. Yeah, I don't know why I can't remember who I picked. Oh, John Rothstein. John Rothstein, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's kind of all Death, taxes, math. Matt Painter. Death, taxes, and John Rothstein on my... My next show. one? Yeah. Charles Barkley. I'm, I'm big F- with... God, how did I... I forgot <laughs> that he did... 
NCAA tournament <laughs> games. I'm big with the NCAA tournament guys. <laughs> Him on the was is it the Aflac commercial with Samuel L. Jackson? Yes, it is. And Jim Nance. Yes. We can recreate that commercial between our two teams. There we go. Um, one more analyst. I'm trying to think, I had a really, I had a really good pick for an analyst, but it's actually it's getting tough. Um, God. Cole Kublik. Yeah, who are the analysts we have left, honestly? You, you're going to have to pick one kind of random. There's Jimmy Dykes. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's some smaller ones that you may like. I'm going to pick Jimmy Dykes, and I'm going to switch him with Greenberg. And I'm going to have Greenberg, Williams, Rothstein. <laughs> I don't think it matters where they are. For me, it does. Yeah, it does, because color guys are on the actual game. The guys in the booth just do halftime. So you want game. somebody that's not on on the mic, per se. I want Jimmy. Di- I might. I want Jimmy Dykes on the game as Bill is the second hand man. Okay. <laughs> All right. I honestly have not thought of mine. Usually, I'm like prepared. It's hard to think of analysts in the booth. I know who I'm taking as my host. Well, you've said it. <laughs> no, I'm taking someone different. Hmm. Okay. You'll see. Um, you're gonna have to help me with this one. That's what I'm saying. I'm, like, I took Jimmy Dykes. There's I don't want to take Lafonso Ellis anymore. There's Lafonso Ellis. Yeah, like who else is there? Is a studio guy. Luke Hancock with ACC Network. Who's with Fox? That's a studio person. What's that one announcer? He does football though. Joe Buck for the fought for Fox. I don't know who you're talking about. And he's like. He's, Gus, he's Johnson. Gus Johnson. We should have taken him as a play-by-play guy. Well, he'd be color. No, he's play-by-play. But he's like a color commentator. But he's a play-by-play analyst. He's a play-by-play nah, He's perfect play-by-play. Yeah, he's perfect. We could do football, too, because that'd be a whole nother one. We can do that closer to the season. All right, find an analyst. Pick Lafonso or, or do whatever. Can I pick Luke Hancock? Yeah. He's for the uh, ACC Network. All right. I'm a big ACC Network. My host will be Ernie Johnson. Johnson. I, That's rather, NBA though. Yeah, but no, but he's does he's him and Barkley do that col- do the college one. They do the games on TNT. All right, all right. Although I'll, I'm gonna outrule him because he Barkley does do a lot more college than he does, so I'll just take Reese Davis. Although That's I like fine. Ernie better. And you're gonna take Greg Gumble. I have to take Greg Gumble. I the, da- the man who never ages, the Bracker Revealer, the this, troll. He's never really been the same person in, for the past thirty years. Now they, I, I hear they have just like a, a big freezer they keep him in at, at the CBS <laughs> studio. It's like a big meat locker. It's just got his frozen body in there for the three hundred sixty-four days when the, the three hundred <laughs> days when the tournament isn't going on. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was a fun little episode. It took about an hour. We we were worried we wouldn't be able to get there. We talk too much. We get off track a little bit. I do. Who cares? I, th- I think it went pretty smoothly. You want to recap every, like each person's yes. crew, I Let's guess? See it. Okay, so in the booth, who do we got? Or not in the booth. So in the, in the, in the, the pregame show is who? I'll is do who? mine. Okay. And then you do you. All right. So what do you mean by pregame show? Like the analyst? The analyst, the host. All guys. right, for me, we got Clark Kellogg, Charles Barkley, and Luke Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear that conversation. <laughs> hey, so who between? So is Jalen Johnson a great matchup against uh, Terrence Clark here in the Final Four game? <laughs> and Luke, Love to hear hey, those Luke's four analysis is actually amazing. I'm He's sure really that good at it. I'd like to hear him and Barkley have a conversation. <laughs> Barkley? No, like I don't. You know how there's like weird. Uh... Oh, who else are we forgetting? Greg Anthony. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I, I should have picked that. Him. Him. Or, Whatever. Or Kenny the Jet Smith. All right. For your pregame show and halftime and postgame show, I guess. Entertainment, yeah. For analysts is uh, Jay Will, John Rothstein, and Seth Greenberg. Yes. That's pretty good. And Reese Davis. We're keeping it pretty calm. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot. <laughs> I got Greg Gumble. You got Reese Davis. Hosting. I don't know, but Jay Will and Seth Greenberg are already together. And then you got Ed and John and John Rothstein. <laughs> And then Reese Davis. I'm not sure how well John Rothstein mixes on television. I'm not sure he's a great television, but I like his I like his existence just being there. All right, his presence. <laughs> so for the game, I think I got you on this one. You probably yeah, you got did. me on the pregame. I would rather watch your group play by play. Well, you got the ace in the hole there, <laughs> Dave Pash, who's going to be perfect. 
and perfect alongside. No, I, I think Gus Johnson would be perfect alongside. Just alongside as loud as we can get. Bill Walton <laughs> and Dick Vitale. Um, with Katie George and Dick Vitale probably making weird comments about Katie George. Oh, and Bill Walton not? <laughs> oh, they both are. <laughs> and they're Is both Bill, high off there. Yeah, am I going to get... Can Bill get Dick Vitale and Gus Johnson in on the... They're smoking joints in the middle of the show. <laughs> There's no fans in the stands. It's just... Dickie Bill V's like Dickie this hookah v. man. You can hear Dickie V like through the like main speakers, <laughs> <laughs> and then you got just Katie George, all right, and Dave Pash are like, what the hell did we get ourselves in? Dave Pash is just making fun of them when they talk so that they don't they don't hear it. <laughs> all right, and then you got Jim Johnson Nance, which is solid. Uh, Jimmy Dykes and Billis as your color was just solid, and then you got Laura Rutledge. You probably got the better like quality in terms uh, of like oh yeah Nance analysis and actual like announcing I guess Nance Billis but and for Jimmy inter- Dykes entertainment purposes <laughs> I don't know Jimmy I think I got it oh I got Jimmy's jet though <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's jet <laughs> Billis is obviously the best one because of his like just overall quality his Billisness because yeah. he's good he, he'll he'll make some funny comments no he's he's great I um but I I would. Dickie V and Walton are probably just my two personal favorites. You know how they do like the NBA and NF or NBA and NCAA like mix. They mix the crews. Yeah, it's like Dickie V will be with like I don't know Mark Jackson or something. Yeah, and announce with him and and Scottie Pippen's next to. I think Jay Bills did an NBA game. Well, Dave Pash does NBA games with Doris Burke a lot, and then he did one with Walton (laughs) for the Trailblazers. Yeah, like I, w- I wish they can intermix some of the guys. Like, which was cool. Jay Billis with Bill Walton in Maui was great. Well, the thing that's cool is Walton's like the greatest player in the history of the Trailblazers franchise. How about it? <laughs> They're one and only I don't finals know, Damian, MVP. Damian Lillard. Nah. He's going to overtake him. Oh, no, he's not. He's a better player. Walton's definitely the better player at his peak. He was an MVP candidate, like top three. But do you honestly, do you honestly finals think that MVP. Bill Walton is a better player? Yeah, I do. Why? I think he wait. Do you mean like? Are you are you saying at his peak or, or like (laughs) for all? I don't know. Are are you saying whose career would I rather have? Because Walton was like the best player in the league for a year and a half, and then had an injury that he never came back from. He was basically Derrick Rose, but like won the title and then had a half another half season, but was better. I don't know if he was better. Like, okay, would you if Derrick Rose like? Damian Lillard would dominate in that era too, and probably wouldn't. Have well, okay, if there, if Damian Lillard was born in 1960, and there was no three point line, he actually would not dominate in that yeah, era. He still would. He'd be he'd be all right if he was born in 1960. He still would. Just because he can, he's good at shooting three doesn't make him. That's not what makes him great. I'll tell you, the, I know Bill Walton dominated that era, and I, I've watched his title game between them and the Sixers. They played Dr. J. Like Dr. J was doing some shit that people don't, <sighs> people don't do now. Like he was more athletic, Kawhi, pretty much. Doctor, that Doctor J. He didn't play as hard at defense, but he's good. Tony Walton's Walton's crazy. He's like Jokic, but like Gobert. The two of them, Jokic and Gobert combined. He was that much of a defensive presence. Oh yeah, he's he's that that good on defense at least. He's probably better defender than Gobert, I'd say. No. Yeah. There's no way. No. Well, he no. What, this, what, he was one of the great NBA players ever. His career was I agree, so short. What makes Gobert so good at defense is because he, he's seven foot tall and has insanely long arm. Walton's seven foot tall has insanely long I, arms. He does not have. There's no way he has the same man or even close. It's pretty. He, his hands are enormous. And Walton's thing is he was like the his his thing was passing. He was like the first great passing center. Okay. I don't think his assist numbers reflect it, but that's how it was. Bill Walton is 6'11", yeah. Oh, we've been on the podcast. I thought we had already ended it. No. This is just a <laughs> little extra tidbit of conversation. I thought we were just arguing over Bill Walton. How long is his wingspan? 6'11"? No, that's how long it, That's how tall he is. I, I don't know if it has his wingspan. It probably does. I could probably find it. I'll find it right now. I don't know how long it was, but just watching that game, he's just giant. Um, I just typed in big. But he's, he's also so big. a giant among a lot smaller people, other than maybe Bill I, Russell. Moses Malone? <laughs> ah. He wasn't playing. Him and Bill Russell never play against each yeah, other. Yeah, you, you also got to factor in the athleticism. 
portion of that too. I mean, he played. He won a title when well, he beat Kareem's teams. He beat Julius Irving and Moses. I mean, I I, I think he's legit. I don't know. I don't know. Um, they don't really say. <laughs> I asked Bill Walton wingspan. They go, no one ever measured his wingspan. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's kind of funny, honestly. About that, he says he refused to have him, have him measured. Why is that? I don't know. Do you think an, an NBA player nowadays could get away with like, no, I don't want you to measure my height, wingspan, hand size. Yeah, his name's Kevin Durant. Nobody knows how tall he is. He says he's 6'9", but it's pretty obvious he's not. He's like 6'11". Yeah, they list him as 6'9", though. Jesus. <laughs> where where right. was he fooling? Like, <laughs> nobody! <laughs> maybe his shoes give him two inches. Like, that might He might be actually, be, maybe he's the only honest NBA player out there. He's like, no, actually, without shoes, I'm 5'9". Yeah, because everybody goes by shoes. That they well that they, me- on, like, they measure them in shoes. Well, they should because so, they play in shoes. I guess, but like then you can have two Cause, inch shoes cause, or one inch shoes or what? Well, whatever you play in, they should measure whatever you play in. I guess. Like if you have like insoles that. Well, some you- players wear like super big shoes to get me- on measuring day at the combine. And that's what you should go by. No, they, they wear, like, super big shoes, like, specifically with, like, extra soles in them that day. So no can, way they can get away with that. Dude, did you see one year there was a guy who was, like, four inches taller? Dude. With his shoes on. No. Dude, some guys get, like, two and a half, like, regularly. They have, then, then there's, that's a problem with the combine. They have to fix something with I, that. I agree. Because you're lying to I, the I, NBA team. I think you should do it without shoes. That way everybody knows where you're starting out. And then from there you can put on shoes but, and perform but how you perform. some people also play with bigger shoes i guess okay than others factor that in yeah but how do you, you, you like of some all people the things, change their shoes throughout all the, the things year, that like, what are you NBA, do? like evaluates the last thing you want to do is figure out if they wear big shoes small shoes if they have insoles that's a, my point wanna, is when they go to when I, when I go to the doctor they my should, shoes they, have to be NBA taken combine off should give them specific pair of shoes that is same same like insoles for everybody. No, we can't do that because they they can do whatever they want with their insoles. I want them to be safe. Whatever. If you got different feet, and you need no, 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 no. I'm saying no. They give them the insoles just for weight, like height measuring purposes, and then let them wear whatever shoes they want while they play. Then why? Why? Add, why give them all the same insoles? If what's the point of adding an extra two inches to everybody? Just measure them. No, no, no. no. It's 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 not like same shoe like type. So okay. you know that they're not adding insoles. See, now we're just getting insoles. way too complicated because they don't care that much about height. Or, I don't know. They, they measure them four like, inches. That's, well, that's lying to NBA I, teams. I know. Well, that's because they measure them with and without shoes. That's why they do that. Look. There's a reason they measure <laughs> with both. Without both. I'm, I'm just wondering why they go by the one that's with the shoes. Because you play in the shoes. I guess. But if you, that's why. Not that how any. That's I don't why measure myself. Do I'm gonna go shoes. tell everybody I'm five foot eleven because with shoes on, I bet I am. <laughs> or you should just be like, where? What was the last shoes you wore to like play basketball? You should bring those. Nikes. Oh, those things are like two inches on them. So as long as you play basketball in them. All right. Is that enough for today? Yeah. It was a weird. <laughs> a lot, a lot of stuff going on today. A lot of stuff. All right. As always, where is Chris Early?